Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Hi, Mighty Mommy here, and I'm ready to share some quick and dirty parenting tips with you that will help make your life as a parent a little bit easier and a lot more fun. I'm your host, Cheryl Butler. Just when you think your toddler has gotten into a great schedule of waking up at a decent hour, eating well, learning to play nicely with others, and offering you some daily respite during her nap time, something happens to upset this well-oiled routine the toddler decides she no longer needs to nap. When regular nap time becomes a little less regular, it can lead to energy slumps, meltdowns, and lots of crankiness. And your child won't be happy either. Don't panic. Mighty Mommy is on your side. I've been through this challenging transition eight times and have seven tips to help everyone in your household through this shift So here are seven tips that you can follow, and in the blink of an eye, you and your child will soon be enjoying a brand new schedule. Tip number one, watch for sleepy cues. I was a stay-at-home mom when my kids were younger. That's why transitioning away from naps was a different process for me than for some of my working friends whose children were in daycare. In a daycare or preschool setting, the day is usually pretty structured. Kids are all required to have some type of downtime because the entire group is resting or napping. Because my at-home schedule allowed for flexibility, when I sensed my child no longer needed a daily nap, I looked for sleepy signs and arranged naps on a daily basis for the first couple of months that she no longer needed a consistent nap. This might mean an actual nap during her regular nap time, or just 20 to 30 minutes of sitting and reading quietly so she could go unwind and gear up for the afternoon ahead. I began to give my child the option of laying down and resting or sitting with mommy or by herself with quiet toys, such as books or a stuffed animal. Taking cues from the child and adjusting the rest schedule according to her needs, rather than doggedly sticking to a 1 p.m. nap time, made the transition much easier. Tip number two, bump up bedtime. During periods when one of my eight kids was growing out of naps and became more cranky or tired than usual at the end of the day, I would move up his or her bedtime by at least 30 minutes to help compensate for the lack of rest during the day. To accomplish this, I would also move dinner up by the same amount of time so that it would be a balance out by the bedtime routine. Because young kids still can't tell time, When they saw me cooking dinner, they equated this to the regular routine of eating, bath, story, and then off to bed. This fake-out time change would often be my sanity saver on those difficult days when a nap truly was necessary but didn't happen. Tip number three, make quiet time a positive experience. When your child decides that nap time is a thing of the past, You need to get creative and entice him with the idea that, although he doesn't need to actually sleep during the day, 
he still needs quiet time on a daily basis, and it can actually be fun. Most kids, including my own, will resist the notion that sitting quietly for a regular period of the day is good for them. So take positive and enthusiastic approaches to this new portion of the day. Some ideas that I tried are: come up with a name for this quiet time. Just as it's called nap time, when you prepare your child for his nap, now you need to call it something else that will cue him for what is about to happen. In my household, we called it chill out time, and I used a stuffed polar bear, which we named Mr. Chill, as part of the draw. Mr. Chill only came out during this portion of the day to keep my kids company. When they were done with their quiet time, Mr. Chill went away until the following day. Two, designate a space for quiet time. Now, I always found that the best place for quiet time was in my child's room because it was removed from the other activity going on in the house, and they were already familiar with pre-nap preparations, which eased them into the quiet playtime or reading. This also allowed them to fall asleep on their own if they chose to, because their bed was readily available. If you find that the child's bedroom is too stimulating, then just go ahead and choose another location that you will be consistently using for quiet time each day. By doing so, you're going to be building a routine for this period of the day. Of course, you already know the crucial role routines play in parenting. So, when your child sees the books and puzzles set out in a comfy spot in the family room every day after lunch, this signals downtime, not running around with a baseball bat in the backyard. Another thing you can do is arm yourself with calm activities. Most kids will find it difficult to lay down and be quiet if they're surrounded by action toys such as cars and talking dolls and electronics and games. So come up with some low-key activities, such as paper dolls, puzzles, books, and even some new friends like our polar bear, Mr. Chill. Make sure that these items are the only ones available during quiet time. If your child knows that there are certain toys that he will be enjoying only during this time. It's more incentive for him to remain in his quiet spot for the duration of the rest period. To make sure that your child doesn't get bored, try to rotate the toys on a semi-regular basis, but make sure to designate them only for quiet time. And tip number four: be very clear about expectations. Quiet time is not the same as nap time. Your child now has more freedom and can play independently and move around a bit. So that means rules for this new quiet routine need to be established. Keep your expectations simple and easy to understand. We always addressed the following key rules when rest time was introduced to one of our kids. One, the child needs to stay in the rest area throughout the rest period, which for us was usually about thirty minutes to an hour, depending on the day. Two, activities for quiet time would only include what's in our chill-out box of toys. Or the child could just lay quietly with a stuffed animal for thirty minutes. Three, using the toilet prior to rest time was always something we tried to do. But if the child needed some help to go again, then he would come quietly to get their father or mother for assistance. Number four, no snacks during rest time. There would be a fun snack afterwards, something to look forward to after resting. Tip number five, respect the new schedule. It's not always possible, but it's not best to schedule your errands and appointments around your newly appointed rest time. A tired toddler can make even the simplest errand, such as running to the store to pick up milk, very unpleasant. So 
As you and your child get acclimated to this new rest routine, try to limit interruptions. Tip number six, be consistent. In my experience, consistency is the biggest reason a plan will succeed when it comes to raising children. If your child had a consistent nap time before, then that does not mean that his new quiet time should be treated any less routinely. Just as you were consistent with your naps, be consistent with this new quiet time. But expect that there will be some days that this will just not go as planned due to sickness, vacations, visitors that might come by, or simply those off days that we all have and so do our kids. Figure out what works for your family and then enforce the new quiet routine regularly and enjoy the peace. Tip number seven, praise your child. At the end of quiet time, go into your child's room and tell them how proud you are that they played and rested so quietly and tell them that it's time for the next portion of your day. Some children do well when they have an actual signal to let them know that the rest time is over. This could be an alarm clock, a radio, a timer, or simply turning the lights back on. Whatever method you decide to use, praise your child for the great job they did resting their bodies so they can now enjoy more play. How does your child spend quiet time? Share your thoughts in the comment section at quickanddirtytips.com slash mighty-mommy or post your ideas on the Mighty Mommy Facebook page. You can also connect with me on Twitter at Mighty Mommy or email me at mommy at quickanddirtytips.com and visit my family-friendly boards if you have a chance at pinterest.com slash mightymommyqdt where I continually update my selections. When you see signs that your child is ready to give up nap time, don't fret. It's just another sign that he's becoming more independent and once you have your new quiet time routine set up, you'll get to enjoy time with your child even more. Until next time, everyone, happy parenting.